This is James Montgomery, and this is the Stinger podcast. You know, when you're playing football and you hit somebody really hard and you get this, like, shot up your up your arm and your arm goes numb and it feels like, you know, you might have, like, broke it or something? Well, it's that, but it's for your ears, okay? So today, I got a couple things, okay? So I'm going to rant on coaches here in a sec. And then I'm going to talk about um, – I'm going to give you a coaches list, my coaches list, and then – I'm going to talk about the top five worst firings in the NFL, something you've never, ever heard, and I think it's solid. I think the list is solid. And then I'm going to go into my tier lists. I I just did QBs and wide receivers. I'm just going to go into that, and then I'm going to talk about the AFC West because I think it's super interesting. All right, so let's talk about last week's fantasy. I actually nailed it. I did really well. I mean, of course, I missed a couple, but for the most part, I nailed it. Um, QB starts, I told you to start Daniel Jones, Justin Fields, and Dak Prescott. They all scored over 15 points. Uh, Justin Fields scored 40. Yeah, he's the pickup probably of the year on waivers. Um, the guys I told you to sit were the Kirk Cousins and Geno Smith. They both, you know, Kirk Cousins scored 15, so you could argue that one. But Geno Smith scored 19, so it's probably a bad sit. But Herbert, I told you to sit, and he scored 12. Herbert this week is one of my starts of the week. He's got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams back. He will have a big game. He always plays big game against Kansas City. I think that's a good start this week. So he wasn't a good fantasy player until this week. Okay, next. The start, running back starts. Start Tony Pollard, 21 points. Start Foreman, 19 points. Start uh, Mostert, 18 points. David Montgomery, yeah, he scored five. So that was a bad one. Uh, Sits. Sit Kenneth Walker, he scored 13, which is a little lower than what he has been doing. And then Aaron Jones, he scored 23. So that was a bad, bad sit. Melvin Gordon scored 11. So running backs probably, you know, missed on some of the sits. And then David Montgomery, obviously only had five points. Uh, wide receiver starts. I told you to start Darnell Mooney, which I, you know, early on in the year, I was like, Chicago's offense is terrible. Don't start any of them. Chicago's offense looks pretty good. They're playing indoors this week. You probably are all right starting Chicago players this week. Uh, Darnell Mooney scored nine last week, so that was kind of a bad start. Devontae Smith scored 14, and Drake London scored 15, so those are solid. Uh, Robert Woods, I told you to sit. He scored three points. Alave scored seven, and McLaurin scored 21. So those 20 – McLaurin was a bad sit. Don't don't sit him ever again. He's going to be, you know, 15 points a week guy. If you lost uh, Cooper Cup, you might trade for him. I tried trading for McLaurin this week. Uh, the guy wouldn't do it, which I wouldn't do it either. So – um, I lost Cooper Cup on my fantasy team, which was rough. However, he wasn't the reason why I lost last week. I didn't play Rondell Moore. That was why I lost. And that wasn't good. Uh, Goddard versus uh, tight end starts. Goddard versus Washington, he scored nine points. So, I mean, if you're tight end, you know, uh, arguably that's okay. You know, Kittle, I told you to start. He scored three points. That was bad. Uh, Higby versus Arizona, he scored 15. I think Higby's another good start this week. I think he's the only reliable receiver they have on the Rams. Very, very bad team. I told you to sit Gerald Everett, he scored four points. I told you to sit Tanya, he scored two. So those are two good sits. Uh, defense, defense, special team starts. Start Tennessee at Denver uh, versus Denver. Eleven, They scored 11 points, so that was a good start. Broncos versus Tennessee, they scored four. We'll say if you score under five, that's a bad, you know, I lost that one. Saints versus Pittsburgh, they scored five. Arizona versus the Rams, they scored ten. Uh, sits, I told you to sit the Packers. Yeah, they only scored two points. I told you to sit the Colts, they only scored two. Jaguars, they only scored one. 
Okay, that was last week. This week, so I'm on a hot, coming off a hot week. Looks pretty good. This week, QB starts Mariota, Atlanta versus Chicago. It's in Atlanta. The last time Atlanta played at home, they scored 34, 37 points in overtime against the, the Panthers. I, I expect them to convert back to that, not so much like they're going to take the ball out of Mariota's hands from throwing. They're going to hand the ball off a lot, okay? They're going to hand the ball off a lot. Um, he's going to run a lot. I think he's going to have, you know, he could have a couple rushing touchdowns. So I think this game's going to be very high scoring. It's one of my bets of the week over on Chicago and Atlanta in Atlanta, which is indoors. Daniel Jones versus Detroit. I'm telling you to start him. And Herbert versus Kansas City. I'm telling you to start him. Telling you to sit. Stafford's coming back this week against the Saints. You know what? The Saints are kind of like the mid-season most disappointing team. You know, you know, you got your disappointing teams on the year, like the Raiders and the Broncos, and uh, you know, the Bucks at a time were disappointing. You know, you got all these teams that were just like, you know, Rams. You got all these teams that are disappointing on the year. The Saints. I don't know why Taysom Hill is not getting the ball. I don't get it. The Saints are the most mid-season disappointing team because it's like they don't know what they're doing. And it's I, Dennis Allen is like one of my favorite coaches in the league. I mean, my favorite coach is Vrabel, obviously. But Dennis Allen was like a guy I was like, this guy needs to get a head coaching job. He gets one. He's totally bombing it. It's like terrible. Like literally this team was competitive and now this team's awful. Now they're probably going to win this week because the Rams are the worst team in the league. They don't have their best offensive player. They're they're the worst team in the league, okay? And they're playing a bad team, so they're probably going to win. But they're they're definitely the mo- one of the most disappointing. Like, you know, you have an opportunity to make the playoffs, and you're just blowing it, okay? So anyway, Sid Stafford versus the Saints. I know he's coming back. I don't trust it. Uh, their team is bad. Uh, Matt Ryan versus the Eagles. I know he had a good week last week. I know they won. Uh, don't. Don't rely on that to happen against the team that was undefeated. They finally got that. You know, you have all this pressure to go undefeated. Now you now you don't have that pressure anymore. You're going to play lights out, okay? Uh, Cousins versus the Cowboys, I would sit him. Uh, as running back starts, uh, I picked up Damian Harris off waivers. I actually think fresh legs right here. I know they're coming off the bye, so Ramondre Stevenson. You know, I think, bo- I think this is going to be like Atlanta. Just both of them are going to get a ton of carries. Just start them. Uh, Rashad White looks like the stud back in Tampa Bay. I would start him. Both backs at Atlanta. I have them both on my fantasy team. I'm starting both of them. A few weeks ago, they played Carolina. They both had over 15 points. They, that's probably going to happen again, okay? Uh, running back sits. I'm telling you to sit Singletary versus Buff uh, against Cleveland. I'm telling you to sit Williams for Detroit against the Giants. I'm telling you to sit Foreman versus Baltimore. Now, this is going to be one of my topics of discussion later. So I'm going to uh, say that Baltimore, similar to when the Panthers played the Bengals when they went down 35 nothing and Foreman didn't get any carries, which was kind of, you know, it was kind of baffling, but it was like they were down 35 nothing. They got to throw. I think something similar is going to happen. Baltimore's defense, since they got Roquan Smith, their run defense was excellent against the Saints. I think it's going to be excellent again. So they're coming off a bye. I, I This could be really, really ugly. It's one of my bets of the week. Um, wide receiver starts Cortland Sutton, Denver versus Las Vegas. Uh, you got to start him. I know Denver's offense is just, you know, gross, but I think they're going to be okay this week. 
Uh, Gabriel Davis versus Cleveland. Um, Cleveland's got a really good stud corner. He's gonna. They're gonna put him on digs. Their backup corners are not very good. Davis is gonna get a, a lot of, you know, favorable matchups. I would probably start Tyler Boyd and Higgins versus Pittsburgh. Minka Fitzpatrick is out. Uh, Jamar Chase is not playing. They're gonna get a lot of targets. Uh, I would sit Devontae Smith, Philly versus Indy. These these receivers on these high powered offenses where everybody gets the ball can't trust them. I have Devontae Smith on my fantasy team. Yeah, he had that one really good week, but honestly, he's he's like a boomer bust guy, and I just you can't trust that. Can't trust it. You gotta sit him. Uh Paris Campbell versus Philly. I, I think Indy comes back to earth. I really do. Um Steeler, Steeler Whiteouts this week. Don't don't play him. Okay. Uh tight end starts. Um Tyler Higby, Rams versus Saints. Yeah, I think that's a good start this week. Uh I think he's our most reliable receiver. I think he's gonna get a lot of targets like last week. So likely the tight end for Baltimore. If Andrews doesn't play, I would play likely versus Carolina. You might take a look and see how they use him because they don't really have receivers. I don't know if you noticed this. They don't, the Baltimore doesn't really have receivers. He might become like his second option. Just just keep an eye on that. You might pick him up just in case, um, and put him on your bench. Right? Don't don't start him this week. But if Andrews play, if Andrews plays, you know I wouldn't start him. Just keep an eye on that though. Keep an eye on that. Uh, Cole Komet, the Chicago tight end versus Atlanta. I'd probably start him this week too. So the sits I have, the only one I have for the tight ends is Kittle. Uh, I think they're going to run the ball. They're going to play keep away from Arizona, and I, I don't think Kittle's going to get a lot of targets. Uh, I mean, they have all these, like, stud wideouts, or these these wideouts that can catch and run. It's like Kittle's kind of like an afterthought, which is kind of, you know, it's crazy to think that he's an afterthought, but he is. It's like you got McCaffrey, you got Mitchell, you got Debo, you got Ayuk. You just got all these dudes, and Kittle just, they use him as a blocker. He's like one of their best blockers, so. And it's it's unfortunate, but it's just like he's not a very good fantasy tight end, even though he's like probably a top three tight end in the league. He's just not a good fantasy tight end. Um, the defense special team starts. Uh, I like Saints versus Rams. I think the Rams offense is terrible. I like Baltimore versus Carolina. I think it could be a bloodbath. And then 49ers uh, versus Chargers. Sit them. Don't don't start them. Or, or 49ers versus uh, no no not versus Chargers. I'm sorry. Who's the 49ers playing? All right, anyway, right, that was from last week. Steelers versus Cincinnati. Sit them for sure. I don't think uh, they're going to get four picks like they did last time. And I don't think it's going to be that, you know, that overtime thriller like you saw. I think Cincinnati probably wins this game handily coming off a bye. And the Steelers winning a game off of a bye, which they did, you know, they did really well winning the game off a of bye, but uh, I don't think that that's going to happen again. Now, uh, the 49ers game, sorry, they're playing Arizona in Mexico. I might sit them. Uh, I didn't realize they weren't they weren't playing the Chargers, but I probably would sit the 49ers versus the Cardinals here Monday night in Mexico. Just, just keep an eye on that. Cardinals offense looked pretty good last week. Yeah, before I get into my bets of the week, I just want to talk about Mike Vrabel for a second. So Mike Vrabel last week was playing Denver, and 
you know, this just shows you how bad Nathaniel Hackett is. Now, it, it you know, from from reports, I guess it's a lot, a lot. A lot of this is Russell Wilson being a weirdo. And I've always had an issue with Russell Wilson taking all, you know, like the dude's like, you know, this Christian guy. I'm a Christian guy. And, you know, he wants to win, yet he's taking all this money. And I know he's using it for good. You know, I, I know like that's a lot of it, you know, is like he's actually taking this money. He's actually using it in the right places. However, it's just like weird that he's so like out there in terms of his, you know, appearance and just like, you know, all the external stuff. It's just kind of an odd thing to me. And it's just odd that he's taking so much money if he's talking about him like wanting to win. You know, it's just it's just weird. You know, it just doesn't it doesn't line up properly for me in my head. I always had an issue with this, even even in Seattle. You know, I always had an issue with this. And now that he's here, it's all kind of like exposed. And now that he has like a very bad coach, you know, it's 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 obvious that uh, it's obvious it's the coach mostly, right? But it's also him, and it's just it's bad, right? It's really really bad. And Mike Vrabel was playing them. Now this is a week ago, right, or Sunday, and Mike Vrabel's playing them, and they don't get into the red zone. And his team just came off an overtime game where five of his starters had to rest a week because they were so, like, you know, beat up or whatever it was to not play the following week. So he didn't have five defensive starters. So he only had six true starters on defense playing. And the Broncos coming off of a bye week could not get into the red zone. And the only reason the Broncos scored was on a broken, like a busted coverage. Just, it's just, It's just awful. You know, Broncos are terrible. Like, I, I can't say it enough. Their, their offense is awful. You know, their defense is, is you know, championship-level defense, but their offense is just, you know, it's atrocious. Um, all my picks, you know, like all my fantasy picks, like one week late. Like, literally, I, I was telling you to pick people up. I was looking at it. They're all like – I'm like a week late on a lot of them. So, finally, I hit one week, which is great. Awesome. Um, the other thing, just, you know, with fantasy, just things to look out for. Players in top offenses, just to, I'm just going to reiterate this. Players in like the Eagles offense, outside of like AJ Brown, obviously, and then like the Bills offense outside of like Diggs, you just got to like kind of not trust anybody else, right? Just, just be for the most part, you know, you like you can have Gabe Davis on the bench, use him once in a while. You can have Devontae Smith on the bench, use him once in a while when they get like a favorable matchup. Like maybe AJ Brown has to play like a top end corner and you know he's going to be kind of taken out of the game, then you can maybe play him. But it's just so dicey. You know, it's just dicey playing those guys. You just gotta, you just can't trust them. So you, you shouldn't, you know. Um, yeah, so those are those are kind of my thoughts on the week. And uh, going into my bets, let's talk, let's talk Chicago at Atlanta. So Chicago's offense is looking really good. The point total is 50. I'm telling you to take the over on this. I think Atlanta and them are going to combine for a lot of points here. I think it's going to be a wildly entertaining game. They don't play defense, and the offenses are actually pretty explosive, pretty good. So just, just watch for that. Atlanta's coming off of a ugly loss against Carolina. I expect them to come back pretty fired up, especially they're only a game back in their division. So they're going to be fighting still. You know, you know, they still have a lot of energy right now. I would, I would be shocked if Atlanta just lays an egg, right? I would be shocked. Uh Baltimore, now, you know, the pro betters, they tell you not to take big lines, but I just got a feeling this is going to be a bloodbath. Baltimore's minus 12 against Carolina. Going to be a bloodbath versus Carolina. 
I'm actually sitting Foreman. He's on my team. I, I'm sitting him. I'm playing the Atlanta running backs, and it's 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 a weird one. It's a weird one to sit. Like when you really think about it, it's weird. But I I got a feeling it's gonna be like the Cincinnati game a couple weeks ago, where it's just it's not competitive. You know, it's it's in Baltimore, and I just got a feeling it's just not gonna be a competitive game. Baker Mayfield starting. Uh, just I, I know he'll maybe keep the game closer early than maybe PJ Walker, but I don't think the game's gonna be close. Um, Houston is plus three versus Washington. The pros are all over this game. The, the pros love Houston in this game. Houston has been covering really well this year. Uh, I I'm taking Houston just because the pros are taking Houston. Um, not not so much that I like it. I actually really like Washington, but it wouldn't you know Houston loses by a field goal here. Sounds about right or or less, right? It's a close game. Uh, and Washington kind of, you know, off that big win, just kind of comes back to earth a little bit. Um, and Philly, now all the pros are all over Indy. The pro betters are all over Indy in this game. They love Indy in this game. I don't like Indy. I think it's going to come back to earth this week against Philly. I think you caught Philly at the wrong time. They missed them by a week. If Philly won against Washington, yes, Indy all day. I think Indy, you know, probably wins that game and is the one that that be, that keeps them undefe- from being undefeated. But it already happened. Philly's got no no more pressure to be undefeated. It's over. Philly's gonna freaking just 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 manhandle them. I don't I don't think this game's gonna be close. Philly minus six and a half. Uh, the Jets and the New England. Now I really. The, it's just such a disparity here because the Jets probably are the better football team. Um, New England owns Zach Wilson. They're literally like the last 14 games. I think New England's won against the Jets. So it's hard not to take New England on the on the line or on whatever. I think it's minus three and a half or something. It's hard not to, but I can't. I'm passing on it, but I'm taking the under in the game, 38 and a half. I think it's a great defensive game. Just because I don't know, like I don't, I truly don't know. Like, like at some point the Jets are gonna gonna win one of these games, and I think they have the team to do it this this time. You know, I, I really do. I think they have the team. I think Zach Wilson learned from his mistakes last time. I think they could win this game. I, it's not gonna be a pretty game, but I think he could win. And this is James Montgomery, and this was the Stinger Podcast.